Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's technical director, Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Jody Wozner. Jody is in her second year coaching the University of Toledo women's bowling team. Jody, Tim Berg, and Coach K. Steve Klemkin, thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well, Jody, the PWBA season just wrapped up. You went out and competed in some of the events. So talk about how you think the season went for you and, and uh, you know, how, how the, bringing back the PWBA really was, uh, was, was it what you thought it would be? Actually, it was more than I thought it would be. Um, I, it was a huge success. I mean, just looking at the entries, and, and um, it was, I would say, wildly successful. Um, and for me personally, um, I missed the first two events, the first two standard events. But other than that, I was able to um, get away from work and work work worked with me, um, use a little bit of vacation time, travel a little bit, worked on the road. And and that enabled me to, to bowl almost all of the events. Um, and I... I felt like I had a pretty successful um, season, and um, I'm definitely looking forward to next year. Yeah, we uh, we actually saw you down there at the uh, Lucy uh, at the uh, tournament in Houston, and, and what a great tournament that was. You and your partner, Dino Castillo, you guys had a great showing, um, finished right up there and, uh, near the top. And what do you think, what about that tournament makes it so special? Why does it attract so many big names like Chris Barnes and Linda Barnes and Wes Malotz and over the world. You know, it's um, it's a tournament that um, I think it attracts all those folks because of the benefit, obviously, um, and Storm sponsorship has built that over time as well. Um, and really, Donna and Dino and all those folks have just really promoted the heck out of it. And and I think once it just kind of kicked off and everyone got interested in it, um, they saw what a great tournament was. And I think people just long to bowl in, at least I know I do, um, doubles events and mixed doubles events and things like that mm. so that it's not just a, an individual type thing. And, you know, you like that team and uh, com- the competitiveness of, you know, bowling as a team and in doubles, trios, team event, whatever it may be. And they've just done a fantastic job um, you know, raising money for such a great charity. Yeah, so how are you able to take your experiences on the lanes and translate them back to when you're coaching the athletes back at Toledo? Well, I think it's a two-way street. Um, I, you know, I certainly have learned a lot over the years, and um, I certainly try to think about, you know, what would I do in this situation, and, and um, I've just always kept my game as simple as possible. I think that's the way to go, and, and you just have a lot less to worry about that way. You have a lot less to um, to fix if you're struggling, um, especially with timing and things like that. So that's what I've really brought back to the, the girls that I work with on the University of Toledo team is, um, you know, just keeping it as simple as possible. Just basically just, you know, hit the head pin, make your spares, you know, that, that it, simplifying it even to that degree. And then um, it works both ways too. And then the, the things that, I teach them and I coach them on, I turn around and utilize those when I'm bowling. Um, I thought about that a lot over the summer in the PWBA events, and um, it really helped me think, you know, what would I tell my girls to do in this situation? And, you know, it's really been a a great experience the last couple of years being able to to coach them, and and having the Storm sponsorship as well has helped our team tremendously. So I've, I've really enjoyed it. 
And it's kind of funny, isn't it? Sometimes the more coaching you do, just speaking the words and reminding you know your your, your players around you of what's important to remember on a, a sport condition that's that's you know playing. Maybe it's a shorter length sport pattern. It it hooks a lot in the middle. And you know what are some of the keys? It's sometimes that kind of reminds you of the the stuff that you already know, but maybe you haven't haven't thought of. So it is kind of funny how it works that way. What do you, uh, Jerry? What do you see um, as far as uh, lane conditions in college bowling as compared with maybe you know junior bowlers when they come out of their junior leagues and they now they're they're taking it to the next level and bowling in college. Uh, are you seeing some difference in terms of lane conditions and what they're used to seeing versus what they see in college? Oh, absolutely. I think you know most of the time in in high school and junior leagues they're just bowling on a house pattern, and then they step into the college ranks and um, you know with the the UT club it's a club sport so um, you know we don't have the the um, ability to go out and really um, promote it as far as um, offering scholarships and things like that. So some of the girls that we get, and even some of the guys too, my husband coaches uh, on the guys' side, um, are I wouldn't say they're new bowlers, but they're not as experienced um, as some of the other schools. So, I, for example, I had three girls this year that joined the team who had one bowling ball, maybe two, and didn't have a spare ball. And that was the very first thing I did with them is give them a spare ball because, like you mentioned, um, you know, the, the lane conditions are so much different. They hook so much more in the middle, and you really can't throw, you know, your, your strike ball that um, you typically would on a, on a house pattern at most of your spares. It just doesn't act the same way, and they quickly realize that and, and the importance of it, and we've really been focusing on on learning how to make spares with, with their spare balls, throwing them at pretty much everything except for double wood. Well, the PWBA Challenge took place uh, at South Point Bowling Plaza, you know, last week, and 900 Global Phoenix was made up of a bunch of uh, former Arizona State University grads. And a lot of people might have thought, who are these guys? You know, and they're not the, the big, big names that we all hear and see on the PBA Tour. But they all bowled together in college, and they had that chemistry that they were comfortable with each other's game, which ultimately, you know, a third-place finish among those teams is excellent. So talk about how you're able to help with the crew that you bring in and help them build chemistry, even though they may come from different backgrounds and some of them may be more advanced than others. Right. That's so important. And it goes back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, team competition is it's just so enjoyable and when you can get a group of people together that can communicate and um, you know each other's game and that's really what I've been working on too with the with the girls is um, don't just pay attention to what you're doing during practice pay attention to what everyone's doing and, and learn each other's games and help you can communicate better and you know just really help each other out I can't see every single shot that goes down the lane so I really look to them to um, to learn each other's and help and um, provide support in that fashion as well, not just, you know, around lane play and things like that, but really the support and um, keeping them really into the game. What type of, you're in a real kind of a unique position, I would say, just because you said your husband coaches the men's team, and there's not a right. lot of, uh, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, husbands and wives that, that actually are both coaches in college bowling. Do you guys talk about maybe um, what are effective ways to communicate when you're, when you're working with the guys team versus working with the ladies, because I know there's a lot of times that, that, you know, you have to focus on different things or say things a different way in order to get that message across. Do you guys talk about that very much? We talk about it all the time. <laughs> we really do. We share <laughs> ideas yeah. all the time. Um, and, you know, it's it's tough, I think, sometimes when 
you've bowled as long as I have or as long as he has in really understanding how to get that out of your head and portray it to young bowlers. Um, you know, I was never trained as a coach, and, and neither was he, And but he has learned so much from coaching me over the years um, and going out to a lot of tournaments. I mean, and then that in turn helped me when I started coaching. So he was the he was the coach for the guys team for about three years prior to me starting to coach the girls. So um, I learned a ton from him, and, and we always bounce ideas off of each other. But I don't know that it's a guy-girl thing. I think it's just an individual. Everyone learns differently. Everyone responds differently. So it's really it's challenging and understanding how you can um, get through to each of them individually. Well, Jody, final question I have for you. A lot of big news coming out of Arlington at the USBC, adding the third division, You're basically uh, letting the PBA players now, basically any PBA player can bowl as long as they stay within the regulations of, of the rules set forth. I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Well, I've, um, I've read it all. I've read a lot of information on social media, um, a lot of um, opinions and things like that. And quite honestly, I'm just kind of letting it all sink in. Um, I think that any any changes, um, we have to let them actually happen before we really truly feel that, okay, are they going to be a success or a failure? I think a lot of people do jump to conclusions quite quickly. Um, I certainly have my opinions. I, I don't always agree with all of the changes and, and all of the steps that they make, or I don't quite understand it. I, but I would say, you know, let it play out, um, and before really getting to the point where you you totally disagree with it, at least understand it. You know, take the time to truly understand where they're coming from and because it may not 100% benefit me or you, it it may benefit people, you know, a bigger percentage of people. So, I, you know, I try to keep that, try to keep an open mind. And that's, you know, I, I that's what I always go into. You know, I certainly have my quick what the heck are they doing, you know, when, when, if I don't agree with something? And I don't necessarily disagree with this. I think they got to try something, and um, we'll see how it goes, see how it plays we'll out. We'll definitely see. You know, there is a lot of, you know, as far as, as a, a, one of the components of that um, was talking about, you know, releasing the uh, oil patterns and uh, the lane condition in advance. And there was, you know, there were many years where the term was, was successful in growing where they you didn't know exactly what the condition was going to be like. You know, you may call your friend that, that works there at the tournament or, or maybe you're the guy you know in town that went and bowled the tournament already before you, and it's like, hey, what was working? And they'd be, wow, the lanes are real flick or the lanes are really hooking or, or something like that. But, yeah, there's a lot of tournaments that have been successful over over the years. And you, I'm sure, Jody, you've won lots of tournaments yourself, but you went, traveled, and didn't know it, uh, exactly, you know, to the – specific foot on how long the oil pattern was going to be or know exactly what the shape or exactly, you know, all the specifics and had time to practice on it to advance. So, yeah, I think uh, I think you're going to see, a, you know, you're going to see definitely a variety of opinions online and, and there's definitely everybody has has one as to, you know, how that decision is. But, uh, but time will tell, kind of like you said. I, I agree with you right there. Right. It will. I, I do struggle with the not releasing the lane patterns because I always feel like, somebody's always going to find out. And so you always have that in the back of your head. Is, but, you know, it, you know, we'll just go with it and, and see how it plays out. I think there's, you know, there's certainly no um, benefit now, I think, in, in going earlier in the tournament 
if they're not going to release it yeah, because the people right. that pull later can get some information. So there's always something. You know, there's always a way to play the system, right? So, um, you know, it's we'll see how it plays out. And and um, you know, I, I I'm looking forward to to bowling every year, regardless. So um, it's not going to sway me one way or the other. Well, if we bowl, if we bowl before you, just just give me a call. Which okay, perfect. I'll give, give you my <laughs> well, thanks for thanks for joining us, Jody. Really appreciate your time and uh, and uh, appreciate having you here. And best of luck to the team. And uh, we look forward to having you on again, maybe at the end of the season, and see how the year went. That sounds fantastic. I appreciate it. All right, and on a final note, Jody, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but. We'd be remiss if we didn't um, mention that Steve was elected into the 2016 USBC Hall of Fame class that was came out earlier this week. So, Steve, I want to wish you congratulations for that, and um, and it's it's a well-deserved honor, and just uh, all the best of luck with that. And I really hope I can make it out for that uh, ceremony. Yeah, thanks absolutely. so much. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks, Jody, and thanks, Tim. Appreciate that very much. Yeah, it was definitely quite an honor, and uh, really looking forward to it.